0: everybody and welcome back again to the Bloody Aussie Battler. And as you can see, I've got Dick back in the studio here with me and he's really sitting here. And Dick is actually all here this time, um, not swimming around with the fishes like before. So Dick, welcome back. And uh, you've come back because you want to talk to me this time about how the political parties have destroyed our constitution and the steps they took to do so. And I know a lot of people are asking this question. So what exactly
1: have they done and when did it start? Well, basically it started with the um, taking over of the Governor-General on the 2nd of February. Like the Governor-General's office has, has a code of ethics or has a letters patent. Not the, the Governor-General is supposed to, while well, sitting in that, is supposed to be under those letters patent. But the ones we've got since the 2nd of February 1960 are straight out traders. They don't have Crown authority. The political parties own them lock, stock and barrel. And this is how they've actually started screwing our Commonwealth Australia Constitution Act. What's the, what's the um, result of them, as you say,
0: screwing our Constitution Act? Surely that Constitution still exists and is still
1: in power. Oh, it's still there. It's still there, but they they have changed it that much illegally, not they don't even change the wording. They change the the um, definition, and then and some parts like uh, the preamble, the first all the clauses minus that constitution which is clause nine, uh, and the schedule they don't um, recognise. And when you look at clause nine, the way they have it, it's not got no authority, no nothing in it, and Like they say, it's together with the Australia Act, which is total treason. All political parties today are in total treason.
0: Okay. well, a good place for people to go and check this out is on our website, cirnow.com.au, where you can download the original Commonwealth of Australia Constitution Act 1901 and a copy of their latest constitution, which was uh, created uh, by the political parties.
1: The... the, um Commonwealth Australia Constitution Act is only 22 pages. So please download it and read it. It's not, you know, it's only 22 pages and it's very simple. Those who want to go further can go into the annotated constitution, which is well over a thousand pages. But that that explains every everything that's in there, right down to the last letter of how it came about, the whole lot, but basically people, please just download the 22 pages of the Commonwealth of Australia Constitution Act and make it the original because the ones they got today, got different seals on them that don't, they have no Crown authority. They're running with the Australia Act. Uh, They might have most of the Commonwealth Australia Constitution Act in there, but it's all under different um, definitions. So, mm-hmm. therefore, it changes the whole system.
0: Right. So, basically, if you go onto the website, cirnow.com.au, I've just checked. The the, um, the current constitution that political parties are using is dated 25 July 2001. So, that's the one that they have altered unlawfully, unle- illegally, and that's the one that they point to and say is the constitution. It's not, is it?
1: No, no, okay. no, no. I've got... One that they did in 1999, just before we had the Hmm. uh, referendum, then in 2003, and then in 2012. And they all have the Republic seal on them, and they're all together with the Australia Act, which is straight up treason. Right. Now, I just want to go back to the um, annotated constitution
0: you mentioned, because Wayne Glue sells that. If you don't understand how the constitution works, it's a great book, because it gives you a background of how the uh, founding fathers actually came together in um, uh, Congresses to discuss what they were going to put in the Constitution. And they're thinking behind why they put certain things into the Constitution. Is that correct? Yes. Right. Yes. So it's a, it's a great guide if you want to know how the Constitution was written. And I think it's
1: a great reference book.
0: It's not not something I'd want to wade through.
1: (laughs) It's it's very interesting, but at the same time, unless you're involved with your head up against a brick wall, you you know, so you don't need it. But if you get the 22 pages, you definitely need that. Yeah. That'll give you the basics of what's going on today.
0: Yeah, well, the, the Constitution is actually written in very plain, simple language. It's not hard to understand. No. And what. A lot of people don't get is uh, because the political parties are making all these changes to supporting acts that the language in the constitution is very concise and clear and if it's not in there it does not exist in law now a lot of people say well we've got a prime minister we've got political parties well if you read the constitution they are not in there they don't mention that the only official in fact mentioned in the constitution is the governor general is the only author, authorised official who can say yes or no to
1: what's going on in our government. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. He's, he represents the Queen and he has uh, to keep within the Commonwealth Australia Constitution
0: Act. Right. And so since 1960, when Sir William Slim resigned, all other governor Generals since then have not been uh, appointed by the Queen. They are actually under... The direction of the Prime Minister, who does not exist in the
1: Constitution. Why are we doing this? They're they're, they're actually appointed by the Queen, but the treason starts here in Australia, right? Or our Australia, not or actually their Australia, what you might say, because they change the the um, Governor General's Commission, and they take the authority out of it, and there therefore then they take the authority and. Own Him, Lock, Stock and Barrel.
0: Uh, Dick, we're going to be rehashing quite a bit of the stuff that we um, covered in the previous four videos. But in this one, I want to cover the steps that they took because we talked about a lot of things in the last four videos, but we really didn't define the actual steps that they took to um, betray our country, betray our constitution. So very briefly, from 1956, um, when the Governor-General uh, was no longer uh, acting on the orders of the Queen... It, is not, it was 1960. Sorry, 1960. Uh, what was the next step that they took there,
1: uh, which was treason? But, but from that place forward, but we went to war with Vietnam, With the political parties went to war and took our Commonwealth Defence Force to war against Vietnam with with no Crown authority because the Governor-General, he, he was owned lock, stock and barrel by the political parties. Why did they, why did they do that I and mean, how, how were they able to do that? Well, when you own the Governor-General, he, he used to have the authority of the Crown under the Commonwealth Australia Constitution Act. When, you, when they've taken him over and taken the authority, what the Crown has given him, by the letters patent and taken that authority and kept it for the political parties. That's they have taken over the governor general and commander in chief. It's that's how they have done it, and uh, that is total treason against everything we stand for.
0: So let me understand this. So they they put the their own um, political party seal on the acts appointing the, the the commission the commission sorry the commission appointing the governor general and made him subordinate to the prime minister total treason and then what was why did they send our troops to vietnam
1: well they some link up with the america america and by taking over the governor general they basically wiped out england and our laws coming out of england right so then this has had something to do with america and i'm not sure that we can't the Anz- prove that point no that was the Anzus
0: treaty but yeah. Wasn't it something to do with the money as well? Because in 1966, we changed over to dollars and cents. Why was that?
2: In come the dollars, in come the cents, to replace the pounds and the shillings and the pence. Be prepared, folks, when the coins begin to mix on the 14th of February 1966. Who are you? I'm Dollar Bill, and I've come to tell everyone that decimal currency will be here from the 14th of February, 1966. What is decimal currency? Decimal currency is simply a money system worked out in multiples of 10. The base unit is a dollar, which is made up of 100 cents. But why are we changing? What's wrong with the old pounds, shillings, and pence? I'll show you. Let's do a sum in pounds, shillings, and pence. First, two ha'pennies make a penny. Carry the penny. Five and seven and one make 13 pence. 12 pence make a shilling. That leaves one penny. Uh, Carry the 12. Uh, uh, That's uh, one shilling. Three and seven and one are 11. Carry one. Three ones are three. That's 31 shillings. 20 shillings make one pound. 20 from 31 leaves 11. Uh, Carry the 20. Uh, I, I mean one pound. Seven and five are 12 and one is 13. Carry the one. Three ones are three. 33 pounds, 11 shillings and one penny. Whew. Now let's do the same sum in dollars and cents. Five and six are eleven. Carry one. Three and seven and one are eleven. Carry one over the decimal point. No need to convert the cent into dollars. Five and one are six and one is seven. Two threes are six. Sixty-seven dollars, eleven cents. Now, wasn't that much easier? 95% of the world's population live in countries using decimal currency. Australia's one of the last countries to change to decimal currency. New Zealand will change in 1967. Mistakes are easily made in pound shillings and pence. Bosses get angry, and time and money are wasted. Housewives will find decimal currency simpler. Typists and clerks will find it easier. Time and money will be saved, and bosses will be happier.
1: Well, I've heard a few stories on that, but I can't actually prove the point of why we actually did it. But that was another form of getting rid of the crown because the Queen was guaranteed for our money as in pounds, shillings, and pence. She had no, nothing to do with the Australian dollar. Mm. And then slowly they changed it. Well, it started off as the Commonwealth of Australian dollar, and then it slowly went, they changed it to the Australian dollar, under their definition of Australia, but it was basically it's counterfeit, it is counterfeit to the Commonwealth of Australia Constitution Act. It's fiat money not worth the paper it's written on. Well, the and plastic all, it's written on these days. Well, plastic, yeah. <laughs> but um, the money, uh, if you got a, a loan in counterfeit money, that's fraud, um, the, the contract void. You can't have a contract with counterfeit money
0: well, this poses a real dilemma for people who are paying off a home because they think they have a, a legal contract with the bank to repay their
1: their home loan, and you're telling us that they don't. Now, you, the bank the banks have to be in bed with the treasonous government. The whole, both of them are sitting in the same treasonous bed, because. How can the bank, and you can't tell me that the big boys in the bank don't know that the money's counterfeit, mm. and the big boys in the government definitely know it's counterfeit. Because even after the um, political parties created their own private High Court of Australia, under their definition of Australia, it tells you straight that the money does not have a head of power. Now, if, you, if it has no head of power, you've got to work out where the head of power is from, you go to section 61 of the Commonwealth Australia Constitution Act, it tells you that the Queen is the head and the Governor General represents her within and under the Commonwealth Australia Constitution Act. So if it doesn't have those two signatures on it, that is finished. So all you're doing is, it's the same with your rates. all you're doing is paying rent to the government for their land, which you think you own, and the house that you have built and, and paying off and you think you own, you don't own any damn thing under their system because it was made very clear when um, the political parties created a republic. They owned everything,
2: mm. and
1: as far as they're concerned, they claim to be a republic. Even though we voted in 1999 to stay as a constitutional monarchy, so we could own things, they just said, "Get stuff." We treated you as a republic from day one. From a long time ago Commonwealth 1960 and the states and then they made their own parliament again uh, in the Commonwealth in 1973 but the states went in or Commonwealth Victoria created their republic in uh, 1975 and the other states in 1985 so we haven't owned anything for a long long time in podcasts that uncover the truth, tune into Widdishin's Podcast.
2: Straight from science fiction, we uncover the technologies being developed right under our noses. We bring to you the world's leading scientists, engineers, and experts
1: to discover just how far away these things really are from becoming our reality. www.widdishinspodcast.com
0: Let me play devil's advocate here. Now, money is value, basically. A it's a medium for value and, and medium of exchange. Now, it, it doesn't really matter what we use for money. I mean, some people use cowrie shells or pieces of bark or whatever throughout history. Um, sometimes it's been pieces of gold, pieces of silver, but it's always about the value and perceived value. Now, Everybody is using dollars and cents right now because they perceive that this is the money that we are using as value for a medium of exchange. So
1: how do we work that out? Well, if you go into the Constitution, it's very simple. The Queen gets paid in pounds, shillings and pence. The Governor-General gets paid pounds, shillings and pence. The uh, The House of Representatives gets paid pounds, shillings and pence. The Senate gets paid in pounds, shillings and pence. So who the hell are they representing? when they're getting paid in dollars.
0: That's a good question. Who are they representing? Yeah. So, in other words, if the Australian people wake up and realize just what has been done to us, what if we all unite and say, well,
1: you know, if we don't own anything, why should we pay for it? Well, we don't own anything. Everything's registered to them. So You go don't... and register your car, you register your boat, your house is registered, the street name is registered, all to them, good. your banks, Give you money to go and buy stuff. And look at today, they're just printing it. Mm. They've got a printing press going flat out. What do you think? Where the value in that is? It's not hooked to anything of value. Right. Well, I was wondering about that because with all this COVID
0: nonsense, you know, uh, all of a sudden the the government's been handing out money left, right, and center to people to prop up everybody. Where's the money coming from? a printing press.
1: Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice to have a printing press? Well, the government does, obviously. Oh, yeah, but I'm not going to the government. <laughs> I'm talking about us. I'd like, I'd like to have a printing press too. Yeah, I think we
0: all would.
2: <laughs> if you have chosen the red pill, then there is only one place to host your website. Enlightened Hosting. No censorship. Domains hosting secure. Your website and get online fast. www.redpillhosting.com.
1: Your money is just printed out and it's digits on a computer screen. That's all mm. it is. It's got. It's not look like you need money guaranteed by something mm. like it used to be guaranteed by gold or silver and all those sort of things that gives you proper value. For your currency, and then you don't get all these um, Wall Street playing games with your dollars up today, your dollars down tomorrow. You can buy this for this today, but tomorrow, because we imported it, it's going to cost you this. All this sort of thing. It's just a level playing field, and everybody knows where they are. Like mm. we used to have in the old days. Mm. Okay, um, and in the old days, we used to have tariffs
0: on imports and things like this, so that the um, you know, the cost of living wasn't uh, too high and, or forced up. And, yeah, it was a much better system. But the political parties took the gold value away. I remember that. I was around when that happened. They took our money away. I remember that too. So I must be getting a bit old, mate. But the, <laughs> the fact is, you know, there are a lot of people still around like me who still remember those days and we've been asleep. It's our fault that this has all happened. And it's, it's you know, you can't say, oh, well, we didn't learn about this It was our our responsibility to learn about it. It was our responsibility to read our Constitution. So please go to our website and download a copy of the Constitution and read the darn thing. As Dick says, it's
1: only a short book. And professors at law, doesn't matter what state you're in, wherever you are, you get a copy of the Commonwealth Australia Constitution Act because you are the teachers of the so-called lawyers, lawyers, which haven't got a brain between their two ears. And I think you professors should start waking your bloody ideas up. Before we, the people do. Yeah, if we wake your ideas up, you'll be really knowing
0: about it. Yeah. Actually, this brings me to the point now, um, a lot of groups around Australia are starting to realise that the only way that we can get back to our constitution is because our constitution is our common law, our English common law. So what we're doing now is we are forming common law assemblies right around Australia, and more and more groups are coming on board. And eventually we're going to have assemblies all around Australia. Once we've got those assemblies, those are local governments. And from those local governments, we can form a a national um, assembly congress to start talking about how we can take back our government and make sure that we, the people, stand under our English common law. So we do have a remedy these days. It's called uh, Common Law Assemblies. So if you don't know what those are, go onto our website, commonlawcourts.org. go onto the website, learn what common law is, learn what your rights are under common law, read the Constitution, and let's all unite and start taking back our government from these criminals and traitors. And these political parties have created a whole bunch of criminals and traitors. Wayne uh, Goss, Kevin Rudd, Julia Gillard, uh, Tony Abbott. um doesn't matter. Or all, Scomo. All, all, they are all traitors. all traitors. Traitors. It doesn't traitors. matter which political party. They are all part of the betrayal of our country. Yes. Yeah. sort of, yeah. All right, mate. Let's stop here and we'll go on to the next topic. Okay. If you're enjoying these podcasts on the BloodyAussieBattler.com, why not become a member to support my work? It's easy. Just click on Join Us and choose the membership level that suits your pocket.